0: Yo, my affection for my reflection is pretty low. I see a boy that isn't ready to grow. I see an idiot that's stuck on an intermediate that's cozy with his fears and past the challenges immediate. The man in the mirror is laughing at me. He sees the boy you' seen no happy. I want my swagger back. I want my courage back. What's
1: going on, everybody? Welcome to Down and Out, the sports and entertainment podcast. Taking the world by storm. Dom Tibbetts alongside Evan Ryer, two sports quote-unquote professionals, giving our best shot at the world of podcasting. But we like to have fun, keep things loose, a lot to get to today. First off, as always, shout out JD Masters and Buddha, Man of the Mirror, our intro-outro song. Go give them some love, YouTube, SoundCloud, anywhere you stream our music, like Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, anywhere you stream our podcasts, I should say, you can find them there as well. Evan, a absolutely bonkers divisional round this past weekend. I don't even like, there, I, th- that's the first word that comes to my mind, but I don't even think there really is the proper words to describe how quality. Of fo- the, the amount of quality of football that we got this weekend. I can't even form sentences that properly illustrate my point of how awesome that was. Because, Jesus, what a weekend.
2: Well, I mean, what? Four walk-off wins, right? I mean, mm-hmm. four final plays winning the game, which you know we we kind of gotten i don't want to say we were done dirty because that's like the nature of the wild card it round is that you're gonna get some beat downs you're gonna get some decent games we got a lot of beatdowns, so i think we were kind of due for due for this mm-hmm. um and yeah i mean it, it's one of those situations where you know all four of these games you were like oh these all had the potential to be really great games and they all lived up to that potential nobody uh nobody fell to the to the sword and you know, I mean, teams did fall to the sword because inherently that's how this has to go. But I mean, it's it was hard to feel uh, like anybody didn't deserve to move on to the next round, to move on to their conference championships because everybody, you know, was it it all felt fairly evenly matched. Um, and you know that started on uh, on Saturday um, with you know Cincinnati. I mean, it, it may be their time, Dom. It very well could be their time because. There's there's moments when I'm watching Joe Burrow and he's getting absolutely murdered in the pocket and he just doesn't give up and he just doesn't stop.
1: Mm-hmm. Like what was that like nine? He, I think he had what nine sacks and they somehow still pulled off that win. I feel
2: really bad for him. And when they get like an offensive line that can actually block, it's gonna be bad for the rest of the AFC North and the rest of the AFC. But mm-hmm. um, in the meantime, that's like their Achilles heel. Like all these teams also have Achilles heels and. Um, and uh and and the Bengals, man i mean they just they 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 that uh, that that offense is truly just something special that defense is like i would say the definition of mediocre but the offense man i could watch that all day even though they got only they they were held to 19 points but they still moved the ball pretty consistently um you know and, and, and i know i was just kind of you know undercutting their defense after they just had, like, what, three interceptions in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, they they did perform above expectations, I, I think you have to say, in that game.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and, and maybe that's, you know, when you say that th- this might be the right time for the Bengals, I mean, shit, they're the lightning in the bottle team right now, and if that defense can play and force turnovers the way they were able to against the the Tennessee Titans, then, I mean, that's just another facet of their game that's going to make them a, a dangerous team moving forward here. I, I, I have to just, you know, tip my cap to, to Joe Burrow. I mean, he's... He's obviously, I'm an LSU guy. He's been a baller since since I got to watch him at LSU. But that dude's special. And, and what they're putting together right now is really, really fun to watch. Because you just, you don't think they deserve to be there. But after going into Tennessee, you know, going against the number one seed, coming off, you know, well-rested off the bye... It didn't feel like it was going to be their game, and it was. And I have to also just make the mention here to, to get into Tennessee. Uh, I think we kind of both brought up the, the, you know, we both picked Tennessee to win, and we both brought up the fact that, you know, Derek Henry was, you know, regardless of how healthy he was, the fact that he was just going to be on the field and you had to strategize against him and account for him when he was on the field. We thought that was going to be enough, and maybe it was, and, and maybe the 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 lack of touches and production was a sign of his health. But Ryan Tannehill may, may never ever play another game in a Titans uniform. That's probably an overreaction, I'm sure, and I'm yeah, you know, I'm sure he'll be back next year. But an abysmally. His poor performance in the worst time you could ever have one. Ryan Tannehill
0: also
2: lost
1: that game for Tennessee.
2: It was weird because, okay, so a 9-yard average on your completions, 15 of 24 for 220, is not like, oh, okay, that's like not abysmal. Um, The three picks, right, is what's abysmal. He throws one to start the game. You know, it's first play of the game. He throws a pick. Um, And really, I mean, the thing is is that the Bengals won this game, but if the Bengals had lost, I don't – I don't really know if they could have blamed anyone but themselves. Because, Absolutely. I mean they had so I mean they they could have put the game away in the first half. I mean they you know, you you get to start with that offense at like your at the opponent's forty five after Tannehill throws the pick to start the game. You know, you gotta be thinking, Okay, we're about to you know, we're about to go up by, you know, fourteen points or something like that um and they don't really capitalize and then Tannehill hill just yeah late you know later in the game throwing two bad picks i mean when you go look at you know the titans rushing stats i mean 27 carries for 140 yards 5.2 yards per carry is pretty good that's definitely a a solid nfl rushing uh performance but but really you know i mean derrick henry was 20 of 62. i mean he got 20 touches that's not a a, a minimal amount it's not the most he's you know typically going to get when when he's healthy, but
1: he still you know, wasn't I mean, the he still wasn't the team's they, highest rusher.
2: They they basically said Ryan go beat us, and Ryan could not. And you know it's funny because a lot of teams have said Ryan go beat us, and then Ryan will go beat them. You know what I mean? Like he will actually like play well enough to to win the game for the Titans. And in this scenario, he just didn't. I mean, really, I would say of the three interceptions, the one he threw in the end zone in the uh, in the third quarter was like. You know, the Bengals go down and score to make it 16-6. The Titans drive down to, the like, the 10 or the 9, and he throws a pick in the end zone. That was like, you know—and, I mean, that's the thing is that that happened, and the Titans still tied it up. I mean, I don't necessarily—that's the thing is that it could be the Bengals' year. It could be, but at the same time, there's also plenty of concern of just like, yeah, we can't play like we did against the Titans I mean, you 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 take road playoff wins whenever you can get them. They're so rare and they're so few and far between that you take them every time you can get them. But at the same time, they're gonna have to. They're I mean, Zach Taylor and that crew is definitely gonna be looking at this game like shit. We gotta we gotta make sure we're you know we're we're offensively way more efficient and killer uh, against the Chiefs than than we were against the Titans because um they, they 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 weren't that efficient I mean truly you know they got the win and you you take it but but I I think they're gonna they will have to step it up to 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 beat the beat the Chiefs uh this weekend
1: I mean you have to imagine they're feeling at least confident knowing that just a few weeks ago they beat the Chiefs yeah and, and beat them in the way that you have to go and beat the Chiefs you have to put up 35 plus points and we're going to get to that in a second but you know it's at least the Bengals have that going for them and they do just have the fact of this the 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 team that's causing chaos in the AFC I mean it's them and the Niners which again we'll get to in after the cash grab but uh, I I I like the fact that these guys just play with that little bit of a chip on their shoulder you just don't know what burrow's able to do given the right time and that's you know you always feel like he's going to deliver when he needs to and just for that reason alone i i I love the Bengals moving forward tall task ahead very very tall task ahead but shit you know why not us why not them and and who day who day which quite frankly i'm gonna be honest with you didn't really even know about who day until like a well, couple weeks ago day.
2: i knew about who day but i also always roll my eyes at who day because who dat the yeah the saints, yeah is, exactly is, is, that is the shit like forever and always like if it's who, who, letter D, and then two other, other letters following the letter D, it's always going to be who dat for me. So, um, But yeah, congrats to the Bengals. I mean, this is, you know, dreamland, I would say, for them. You know, kind of, I mean, I, I you know, we're, we're obviously about to get into the Bills game. I, I kind of, what this Bengals team feels like is like that first... Bills team to like really be like competitive with Josh Allen and stuff. Of yeah, pretty just like, shades of, of just like,
1: shades of 20, shades of last year, like when they when they come yeah. off the win and beat Baltimore in the divisional. I I I could agree with that for sure.
2: And it, where it's like, you know, now that they're in the AFC Championship, it's kind of like, okay, well whatever happens from here is, you know, we'll be all right. You know, it's if you lose to the Chiefs in Arrowhead, um, you know, that's that stinks, you know, you don't want that to happen. Um, But
1: you got there to that point, and and, and amidst all things that told you 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 weren't going to be there, the Bengals have already exceeded their expectations, I'd have to imagine. If I'm a Bengals fan, I feel the same way that it was when the Bills played the Chiefs last year in the AFC Championship. I knew that. That was a tall task ahead, had, and, and I know Josh didn't look as confident in that game, and you know, I, I was a lot less butthurt last year when we lost in the conference championship than I feel this morning, but I, I, I kind of think that's where the Bengals line up right now too, so by all means, I agree with you. The fact that they're even getting to this point, you check that off as a massive W for, for the Bengals moving forward.
2: Yeah, no question, um, and uh, you know, I mean... Dom, it's... Uh, well, we're going to go to the cash grab. When we come yeah. back, we got the NFC. Say what? The- <laughs> ah. yeah, Dom could feel it in my voice. And, I, and I'm... You know, I want to apologize to Dom. I apologize to on Twitter. Uh, but I need to apologize, I think, on the podcast for... Congratulating uh, the Bills before the game was over. That was my bad, and I feel bad about that.
1: Yeah, um, no, Bills Mafia will it, be staking outside your house. You are gonna have to answer for that. At deservedly
2: some point. so. I, uh, I that sucked to me, but at the same time, I mean, I don't know, really, what else to say when there's 13 seconds left. Um, no, I mean there, no, there's
1: I mean, not there, and, and you shouldn't have to be sorry for that because any other competent football team in that situation. With 13 seconds left on the clock, it's not even a question. The game is done. We should have just been celebrating. We shouldn't even have to worry about it. You can, and and, and, and I've been having to, to fucking watch all the, I, I've been trying not to watch the highlights, but I've been reading all the things on Twitter and social media all the articles that are coming out yes yes and yes to everything above should the bills have squibbed it yeah probably should have should they have not played long ass three man deep up like prevent defense and let the the chiefs get 20 you know 40 yards and in two plays with three timeouts because you just couldn't guard anything over the middle like yeah absolutely it was
2: very weird because like it felt like the bills were playing as if the chiefs didn't have like timeouts when they did in fact have timeouts. It like because like they were protecting deep and then like you would see like the corners were playing like super wide too. Like I mean they really just were like, okay, you guys can have over the middle. And that's like I said fine, but I mean I I mean, you know, Patrick Mahomes completes two twenty yard passes. That Patrick Mahomes does that in his sleep.
1: Yeah. I mean and, and and not the 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 Travis Kelsey pass was absolutely out of our fucking minds befuddling to me how travis kelsey runs in a straight fucking line a minimal outside to inside move and there's just 20 there's there's almost 20 yards of separation between him and the closest defender which i think was one of the cornerbacks for tremaine edmonds like i I, leslie frazier can get the fuck out of buffalo all he wants and, and some of that has to go back on Sean, too. It goes back on just the a, a defensive performance in that night. And, and I hated the fact they kept saying the number one defense all night long. Because one, they were jinxing it. But two, the number one defense in the NFL doesn't miss the amount of tackles that the Bills missed last night either. That was some of the most piss-poor tackling performance I've ever seen in a single game as a Bills fan frustration and heartbreak doesn't even sum it up, Evan. I mean, it's – you can't if, – if you're not going to – the only solace I take from this is that if you're not going to be able to stop Patrick Mahomes from gaining 40 yards in 10 seconds with a full set of timeouts and to get into field goal range, you don't deserve to be in the AFC Championship to begin with. And for Josh, for what he was able to do – Not only the touchdown drive for two minutes, right? I'm feeling fucking great. But I also know in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, shit, Mahomes has two minutes. I'm like, that's way too much time. And he proved it literally a minute in. He hits Tyreek Hill for the crazy over the middle. And then, you know, fucking Cheetah does Tyreek Hill things and just goes and scores. That last drive with three timeouts and watching Allen go down the field in 49 seconds, putting the team on his back again. I keep thinking about that last drive, the the engineering and the four, the two fourth down conversions that he pulled off to keep that shit alive. I think about all that, and I think about what the defense did to us in just 13 seconds. To just watch that all unravel in that moment is what is fucking killing me this morning. I didn't think about it a lot last night, but that's what's killing me this morning, is thinking about 13 seconds away from the Buffalo Bills hosting an AFC championship game against the Cincinnati Bengals. It's 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 ter- it's killing me this morning. And again, I, I, I I'm just, I know I'm rambling and it's just a Dom, it's a get go- it
2: out, man. Get it out. This it's is a, your this is It's your-
1: a it is. It's a good way to get the vent off here, but I just can't not believe that Josh Allen was able to do the things he did. And he's not going to get to go play in an AFC championship. And here's the other the, the other thing that comes up too is the overtime. You know, like oh, this overtime format sucks. Well, that just is what it fucking is. Like we whoever got the ball first was going to win the fucking ball game. That was it. There's nothing we can do. I saw once the Chiefs won, i was like ah fuck, it's over. But we shouldn't have been in that situation to begin with. The game should have been over. 13 seconds. You have to prevent Harrison Bucker from getting to the 40-fucking-yard line. That's all you had to do, and they didn't, and they didn't. So whatever. Take Leslie Frazier the fuck out. If Leslie Frazier comes back next year, I swear to God, as God as my witness, Sean McDermott better fucking say that he is taking part share of the defensive play calling. I don't care how you stack up the number one defense rankings. I don't care what Les has done for us. That can't fucking happen. Brian Dabble time for you to get a new job, too. Get everybody out of there, except for Sean. Get Brian and Les. I guess that's not everybody. Just get Brian and Leslie Frazier the fuck out of there. Because that's the other thing, too, Ev, is did you, like, in the second quarter, the Bills go down, score, great touchdown, opening up, uh, you know, to open up the game. Then the Chiefs come back, they score. In the second quarter, the, the Bills didn't score until right before halftime because for the two drives that they pulled together where they had to punt, they they took Josh Allen out of the game. I'm so sick and fucking tired of watching Brian Dabble take your generational talent quarterback and not use him in the offensive game plan. If the Bills had put up one more fucking touchdown in that game, in regulation, which they easily fucking could have, If Brian Daball let Josh Allen cook, we're not even having this conversation. I am fucking through the roof, and this is a way happier podcast for me. But again, it's it's the most Buffalo way to lose, Evan. Heartbreak and Bills Mafia. I've said this to a bunch of people who I've talked to. Heartbreak and Bills Mafia go hand-in-hand with each other. And that is just the epitome of my generation of Bills fan. That is what losing four Super Bowls feels like to a fraction. I will never know what it's like to lose four Super Bowls, and God, I pray to God I never have to, because you just never know with this organization. But that was the most heartbreaking loss I've ever had in my life, and I, I, I don't even want to consume football. You know, I don't even, I don't even know how I get myself to watch the conference championships next weekend.
2: Yeah, that is the uh, the untold side of playoff football. Um, I think there's a lot of. There's, you know, it, it's weird because, like, as a Jags fan, right, it's just, like, always bad. It's always – we're never going to the playoffs. It's, you know, won in the past, you know, whatever, 15 years or whatever it is. And – and, but I never felt worse as a Jags fan than I did after losing to the Patriots in the ASC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Like, I never felt worse.
1: Like, I mean, because we'll, – and, well, and, and I, I think about that too because it's like – it's like all the, you know, and you guys were right there. Like I remember that game. I remember the. I mean, the, we were the, up
2: by ten on the Patriots with ten minutes to play. hmm
1: I remember that, and I and I got thinking to myself, and it's it, you had to have felt the way I did, which is which just sucks because that's what you build yourself up for. But I knew that if the Bills won this game. The road to Super Bowl was in our control. There was no reason why we don't win a Super Bowl this year. Because all we had to do was beat the Chiefs. That was the best team we were going to face. The Bills not winning the Super Bowl, if we beat the Chiefs, was solely going to come back onto them. And I have to imagine that's how you guys felt, Jags fans felt, in 2017. Because it really, as an outsider, listen, it felt like, listen, the Jags beat the Eagles, they're winning a Super Bowl. Or the the, the Jags beat the Patriots to play the Eagles. They're winning the Super Bowl.
2: Right. Well, that's like a – yeah, the point being is just that, you know, you're told that, oh, you want to go win, like, a bunch of games and you want to go to the playoffs. Like, well, we went to the playoffs, right? Or, like, people say that, like, national media or whoever. It's like, well, we went to the playoffs. But it's like a playoff loss feels worse than any other loss you ever experience. Like, it's like – it's almost like the NFL season doesn't truly start, you know, for some teams until – the playoffs. And then depending on if you go 3 and 0 or 4 and 0 or 2 and 1 or 1 and 1 or whatever 0 and 1, whatever it is, you know, that determines do I feel good or not. And it stinks, man. It definitely stinks. And you know, you you were talking a lot about Josh and I just wanted to say that I mean, there is no question you know the 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 number one thing is is that that game purged any remaining hate I think for Josh Allen, unless you just don't like the Bills.
1: Well, I don't know. I, I actually I actually been trying to listen to some Nick. I, I I can't stomach it right now, but I need to when when I can I need to listen to Nick Wright and let and see if what he's saying. It's a massive Mahomes dick rider, massive you know Chiefs rider. But he's been a, one of the last guys in the national media who's been trashing Josh Allen and I'm wait- when I can stomach listening to his fucking raggedy ass voice I will listen to him but I-, I couldn't agree more and I think the rest of the NFL has been and the NFL world has been opened up to Josh and that, I, that was something that somebody told me on Twitter um you know was that like you, you you take the silver lining is like that man is going to lead Buffalo to Super Bowl to hopefully multiple Super Bowl wins in, in his nice long career hopefully that he gets to have with Buffalo and and, and that's true, like that's fine if I, if I can take off this pain for a quick second, that is absolutely true and that's the silver lining in all this is that Josh Allen comes back next year but it was, it, for, for, for a season that had such high Super Bowl expectations, and this was, and granted, we've we been talking about it since the beginning of the season. This was a weird season for Buffalo, right? Like, this was not an, a typical season for them in terms of the roller coaster, the highs and lows they won, but when you get a guy, when you get a special playoff performance like Josh, you know, nine touchdowns overall in these playoffs, almost 1,000, or not almost 1,000, excuse me, over 600 yards of passing offense in the two games in the playoffs with nine touchdowns. It's really hard to stomach the fact that that guy is not going to compete for a Super Bowl, let alone an AFC championship. And um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is heartbreaking.
2: It, it's interesting, too, though, because it's like, you know, this is more of a kind of getting, you know, kind of more retrospective on the Bills' season. But, I mean, does it? I mean, when you think about, you know, some of the games that the Bills dropped this uh, year. Kind of I'm
1: glad I'm glad you're fucking bringing this up, Ev, because I was so right does there with you. So, a divisional
2: round exit kind of properly reflect how the season went, like the regular season went? hmm I mean, well,
1: Ev, me and you were there. Like, go back to that Jacksonville game. How the fuck, you know? Like, that's, that's yeah. unacceptable. And that the Jacksonville game, the Pittsburgh opener— and then the the New England loss with the elements, right? You take those three and put that back and win, then the, the playoffs run through Buffalo, and I bet you that game has a whole lot of a different feel. Arrowhead is just a ridiculously tough place to play. There is no ifs or say or but about it. But yeah, for, sure. for the Bills to overachieve that hump now, if we can't keep get if we if we keep getting trunced in Kansas City, then we got to bring that bitch back to Orchard Park. And what happened? You lose to the Jags, the Patriots, and the and the Steelers during the regular season. It yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's also one of the reasons why I'm not why why I'm not. I when I say I'm heartbroken, I'm not just devastated. You know, it's it's not like this game got ripped out from under us. I mean, the Bills, the Bills gave themselves this opportunity because of some of the mistakes they made during the season, and then the ultimate mistakes capitalized and. Fucking plagued us at the most critical time in our season so you, you, you i would absolutely agree and you're absolutely right to to equivalent that regular season performance with what 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 with what happened in in um in, during the regular season in the playoffs
2: yeah i mean it's it stinks but yeah i was thinking about that too kind of just like yeah you know it's tough. Like it's tough because the Bills came in with high expectations from the jump. You know if you go, if you have average expectations, and then you, you know, you have the season y'all have, and then you have the exit you have, you're like, oh, okay, we're fine. Um, but you know, in this scenario, obviously kind of rough. Um, but but I don't know, Dom. I mean, at the same time, the Bills are, I would say, a pretty well-run organization right now. You know, I, you obviously have to stick with McDermott, even though, you know, I mean, I do think you kind of have to start now pulling up concerns of can McDermott make the decisions and manage a team the way it's required
1: yeah, no, he he has he has put himself on the hot seat now, and and, and and listen, I'm one of the more patient Bills fans. I think you'll come across. I was having this conversation with another big Bills fan, a buddy of mine that I went to school with, and you know he he was one of those people that who questioned McDermott. It's like, how much longer are we gonna put up with these questionable play calls? And I do think he was a little bit better, being aggressive tonight, going forward on fourth, aggressive this season. McDermott, at the end of the day, will always have my respect because because of what he is for the culture and what he has built for that locker room and the organization. He'll have my respect right now and he'll have it for next season. But yeah, you absolutely put him on the hot seat. And, and it's it's time to answer some questions. It's time for everybody all that the, the organization and the coaching staff to take a look in the mirror and, and, and figure this out The Bills just lost assistant GM Joe Schoen to the to the to the Giants they're, they're, they might lose Daboll to the Giants he's in his second interview today with them so you know it, it's that's what that's what sucks and it's heartbreaking Mitch Moore said it after the game is that this unit will not be together. As as a whole again, right. and yeah, uh, and part of that has to reflect coming into this next season is absolutely is Sean is Sean McDermott gonna be that guy who who can get it done? Because if not, then. I don't know. We just it's, its 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 like being a fucking Angels fan. Ab, it's like you can't waste Josh Allen's talent. You can't waste a guy like Mike Trout's prime. You know, like I equate right. the same thing in those fandoms. Like you can't sit here and just keep wasting Josh Allen's ability. If that guy doesn't get a Super Bowl in the next two seasons, that's all everybody's gonna say.
2: Yeah. No, that's the truth. It's a. Uh, it, it is. It is unfortunate. But at the same time, you know. I know two seasons, what, that'll be Josh Allen's fifth and sixth years? Is that... Is that-
1: uh, yeah, yeah, because uh, 2017... Um, no, 2018 was his first season, 2019, 2020. Yeah, so they will be fifth and six.
2: I mean, what, uh, Peyton Manning didn't win his first Super Bowl until his, like, ninth season, tenth season? Yeah, but
1: so fuck not- Peyton Manning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> no, I know. You, you're right.
2: You are...
1: You it's are a good friend. It's
2: like, you know, it, 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 it can be tough. And like, you know, it, it's, one of, it's one of those situations too where it's like if I'm a Bills fan, if I lose both my coordinators, you know, who knows? Maybe the people that step up, step in are better. You know, that's the hope. But yeah, it, you know, no, the I, and, I, and that's what I'm hoping. But at the same time, you know, you kind of have to be realistic in terms of looking at next season being like, well, there's probably going to be a transition period. Yeah, what's crazy is that, there can be a transition period where the bills are now, Dom, where you can at least, you know, lay your head and feel good about things is that the bills now feel like they're in like the, the, the realm of like teams like the Packers and Patriots and, and all those different teams over the past two decades that you were like, they aren't even that good this year, but their quarterback is good enough that they're still going to win the, they're still going to go to the playoffs and they damn near might go in the Super Bowl anyways. Mm-hmm. So Yeah,
1: definitely. You know, definitely. I
2: just uh I, I know it's tough, man. It's been tough for the down and out boys. Uh you know, basically yeah. you know, uh basically since twenty twenty two has been tough. Uh twenty twenty two has been a, a pretty rough start uh for both me and Dom uh uh uh, uh in a sports sense. Yeah. Um
1: it really has also, been it's also
2: uh been pretty rough in a financial sense.
1: It has been. And uh, but before we go to the cash grab, I had just had I have oh, two yeah, more, go ahead, go two, two more quick points. Um just and these are real quick. One, uh, hurt to not have Trey White. I did I I yeah. always was gonna wonder how Trey White not being there was gonna play a factor moving yeah, forward. That fucking factor. blowed. Watching Levi Wallace get fucking cooked by Tyree Kill killed me. I, I, love,
2: love, I love I love Le-la- Alabama guys, I-
1: Evan, but it fucking killed me. It fucking killed no. me.
2: Well, it's 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 Levi. I what I was saying about specifically about Levi. I like Levi, and Levi's NFL career is way more. Like the fact that he was, you know, playing last night and like was in that position, is way more than anyone really expected of Levi Wallace. Yeah, and, that and, and, and,
1: and like. that's that's a tough situation to have to come into. But
2: right. So, but you're right. He he's not he's not the guy. He's not he's not a guy that you can rely on in a game like that at all. No question.
1: Uh, second point. Uh, smallest win out of the night. Uh, on that big fourth and four, I think it was the fourth and 14 that Josh converted for the touchdown, which actually, quite frankly, I have to thank this fan. Stefan Diggs fucking laid out a fan that ran onto the field. Yeah,
2: that was really funny.
1: Um, <laughs> Shout out to Stefan. He had had a fucking nuff, and, uh, and the Bills went on to score a touchdown in the very next play. Because I'm sitting here going, on fourth and 14, you're going to pull this shit. Oh, my fucking God. And then, you know, we go and score. A touchdown, um, and and also a quick third point too, because I uh, just a, another small win. Gabe Davis with a, a a record-breaking performance. Not even Jerry Rice has scored four touchdowns in a single playoff game.
2: Yeah, that was wild yards. to me. I didn't know that there had never been a receiver to get four touchdowns in a. In a game that was, uh, I I couldn't believe that when I first saw that stuff. See, and and, and
1: and I feel bad because Gabe Gabe's performance, Josh's performance, is is swept away by by everything we talked about. But you know, I just wanted to obviously say, Gabe, that was a fucking. That was a fucking career game from Gabe Davis. He's definitely a future stud and for the Bills. And another thing of why I have some silver linings and, and maybe can get over this a little quicker. All right, Ev, let's go do it now. Let's go make some money so I can wipe my tears away with it. Folks, when we come back, we're going to wrap up with the NFC. We'll be right back. Down and Out Returns right after this. Hey guys, Dom here. I want to tell y'all about Anchor.fm. Yes, Anchor.fm. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First off, it's free, and there's tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Don't know how to get your final product on all the major streaming platforms? Have no fear. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and tell them Down and Out sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Second half of Down and Out underway. We begin the second half of our divisional recap with the NFC games. Let's first start with Saturday, Ev. The Green Bay Packers may never, ever, 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 ever have Aaron Rodgers under center. And the team that took that away from them, the San Francisco motherfucking 49ers. Ever since you started writing for them, Ev, they have done some shit. Congrat- hey. You get a ring, like I told you last episode. You get a ring if they pull this off. The Niners, man, that was—it was a—it uh, was, was not a pretty game. It was pretty ugly. The Packer special teams really fucked them up in the end. But credit to to Kyle Shanahan and the Niners—they—they they got the best of of Matt Lafleur. And I—I, you know, I, I, what stops the Niners from making the Super Bowl at this point, Ev? I just—I don't know what does.
2: Well, so it's interesting, right, with the special teams thing. The Packers and the Niners had two of the three worst special teams units in the NFC. Coming I
1: remember up that seeing game. that, yep.
2: Yeah, so it was like, it was like yeah, these two team special teams are awful. And the 49ers special teams had uh, a miscue uh, earlier in the game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the block punt a rookie fifth rounder hello hello Hufunga. uh i forget how to say his first name but that, that that's
1: a better guess than what i would have
2: Hufunga is his last name and and he you know he, he's been like a, he's like a he's one of those guys where you're like he's a rookie he's a fifth rounder he's not starting but you're like this guy can definitely play like this guy can definitely get in there he makes a huge play on special teams and is you know kind of writes himself into you know 49ers history uh with that um and yeah, I mean the offense was absolutely putrid from the 49ers. I mean, they couldn't really run the ball very well. Neither could the Packers. I mean, you know, those conditions obviously made for kind of a tough day offensively, but but you know, I mean they 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 did not play to the best of their ability, but they 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 drag teams down, man, because their defense. I mean, the defensive performance from the Pack or from the 49ers yesterday was as good as any defensive performance we're going to see, I think in the entirety of the playoffs um i i mean that was truly like i mean there were so many times where you know because i i I truly think if the packers go up by you know let's say 10 or 14 i think that game's over i mean literally if the packers Mm -hmm. score 14 points they win and they just couldn't you know they just couldn't and uh and that's i mean that's a huge testament to the 49ers defense fred warner the linebacker for the 49ers is I mean, he is so special when he's at his best. He's kind of had a down year this year, but... Man, he was, he looked like all pro, the all pro selection he was in 2019. That defensive
1: Um, performance has definitely, I saw it trending on Twitter. Um, What's his face? The DC there is uh, uh, D'Amico Ryans. D'Amico Ryans, thank you. Yeah, he's, uh, his his head coaching candidacy was, uh, if Twitter was hiring a head coach, they would definitely have picked up D'Amico Ryans. That man was the man of the hour in terms of the coaching uh, search.
2: He got interviewed by Minnesota yesterday. uh, (laughs) And, uh, D'Amico, I mean, I I think I mentioned this when we were talking about the coaching carousel last time. I got a really soft spot for D'Amico. Alabama, dude, uh, he, when the first, like, season I ever cared about Alabama football was 2005, and that was when D'Amico was a... Uh, uh, consensus All American, first team All American. Also, he's Alabama.
1: a he's a pre Saban guy at, in Alabama. When yeah, he, played. he was with
2: Mike Shula, and uh, <laughs> you go look at some of his numbers while he was at Alabama. It's absolutely absurd. And then he goes on to become a very you know important player for the Texans for like seven or eight years. Um, and so it's awesome to see D'Amico. Like you could always see with him that he was going to. He had a football mind. He had a defensive mind that could translate to coaching if he wanted to, and he didn't really waste a lot of time got on the the Shanahan fast track and yeah now I mean you know it's 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 it seems like a very real possibility that you know he does get a job this year he may not but if he doesn't get one this year I think he'd get one next year but yeah I mean this this game was definitely you know I'd say the ugliest I mean Jimmy Garoppolo is just you know he's not great he's just not but he he did make a few key throws down the stretch. I mean he and he, he, and,
1: he, he and he also didn't make the Jimmy G mistake. He did, he well, really didn't. He, he
2: threw he threw a bad pick in the first half when the, finally after you know I mean okay so coming into uh, I'm I'm gonna do some quick addition negative eleven negative twelve so you can see that this is bad negative
1: thirty
2: three negative fifteen so. Before the final 49ers drive of the first half, uh, the 49ers had negative 17 yards of offense.
1: <laughs> oh and then
2: on the last drive of the half, they drove 58 yards, and then Jimmy G throws a pick in the end zone.
1: Yeah, and, no, that oh, I, I do. That was a back. That was a backbreaker. I do remember and that one. Actually. That
2: made you think. <laughs> that made you think. Oh shit! There's no way this team is. You know, there's no way this team is winning, but Green Bay goes down. They try to kick a field goal, go up ten. Mason Crosby gets it blocked, gives them a little bit of life. They go out and score to open up the first half. You know, they, uh, they, I mean, they, they have another backbreaking drive. They drive nine plays, fifty-two yards. And they don't convert and they turn the ball over on downs and then mm-hmm. that block punt happens and then that's kind of the game. I mean it was one of the weirdest games. it was a great game, but it was definitely one of the weirdest games uh, uh, is you know uh, in that scenario. So it was uh, you know I mean I'm happy that the 49ers are moving on. they're going they're moving on in the way that everyone thought that if they could, that's how it would go, which is they're going to just, you know like I said, drag you down in the mud. And, you know, I mean, you can say what you want about uh, playing in the snow and Green Bay advantage and all that stuff, but really that kind of environment suited the 49ers better than it suited the Packers. I mean... In terms of just offensive styling.
1: Well, and you see, I mean, the, the the snow and the conditions, regardless of how good any quarterback is, even if you are Aaron Rodgers, I mean, that is going to play a factor into how you are able to command the offense, how you're able to throw the ball to your receivers. Um, it, I I think that definitely had something to do with it, and I know Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be used to those conditions, but used to it or not, it definitely has an an, an effect on it. Uh, I I think with just talking about Rodgers, I've I mean, one is how quickly do we start hearing about the trade rumors again? But two, with that being said, is you know, I mean, has Aaron Rodgers played his last game in Green Bay? He gave us the little, the the, the little like two-handed salute as he walked through the tunnel, you know. And I've seen that video a hundred times, in that photo. I, I, I it, it's hard for me to imagine. Aaron Rodgers back at, yeah. in Lambeau next season. It really is. I, I I think that that might have just been the moment. I I think there's gonna be a point where Aaron's like I think I think it's time to move on. He saw that Brady can pull off the the grass is always greener on the other side kind of move, and he might be looking that way.
2: I think I think um, I more look at it as like a a a fifty fifty is where I'm at right now. Where I'm kind of kind of thinking that you know they i'm leaning towards rogers not coming back but i could see it man i could see him signing a one-year deal straight up one or two-year deal like just being like i'll come back for for just this little bit and, i mean obviously he's not going to be signing long-term deals at his age but like i'll give one more go rather than just that was the last ride but but i mean he obviously wasn't happy with the organization like last last uh, off season and you know at points during this season i mean i don't know you're right it's hard to imagine i think he's got to get somewhere that he wants to be i don't think rogers is going to go anywhere that he doesn't want to be like rogers isn't going to go to jacksonville or something if that was like a like or not jacksonville because obviously lawrence but but i'm trying to think of like a decent like example like Rodgers isn't going to go to the houston texans you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah, because, yeah. Just because they need a quarterback. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, it's got to be somewhere where they are literally a quarterback away from being, you know, arguably a Super Bowl contender, um, if not a favorite. Uh,
0: Seattle. <coughs>
2: Seattle, I mean, I Sorry. would say. Because Russ
1: might be gone. <coughs> Sorry, uh, clearing my throat.
2: Seattle, I mean, there's some people are saying, you know, he could possibly be. Do it in Washington. I don't think Washington would have don't I don't, I don't either.
1: How, how long was Stafford's deal with the Rams? Because, ma- I mean, for,
2: he's there next year for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, because, like, God forbid, if you take, you put Aaron Rodgers instead of Matt Stafford, then I definitely think that the, he's the, a the Cali Rams.
2: boy, which is why the 49ers made perfect sense last offseason if he mm-hmm. was actually going to leave. But he didn't. They go get Trey Lance, and that's the future there. Yep. Um, he's a West Coast dude, so you think West Coast. But the West Coast teams are I mean, Seattle's kind of the only one legitimately that you're like, oh, they need a quarterback. Yeah, and I have to and I have to, to imagine go.
1: Arizona's still pretty content with Kyler. I don't know if they're looking to I've necessarily seen, get I've rid seen of him.
2: Some, some spicy like Packers fans saying, you know, trade uh Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders. Bring Derek Carr to to Green Bay, which is like a wild, mm. wild idea. But um, you know, I mean, like I said, it's gotta be somewhere that you know he can win and for sure i wouldn't be surprised if he also wants to go try out the afc kind of in the vein that brady is trying out the nfc now um i could see him wanting to mix that up so to speak Um, maybe
1: maybe maybe miami
2: yeah but i think miami miami got rid of brian flores because i think they're committed to two I mean, I think that's what really the well, I, decision I
1: listen, as a Bills fan, I hope they are. God yeah, I, I mean, I think committed they're committed to Tua.
2: to Tua, and that's that's who they want to go with. I mean, yeah, dude, it's tough. It's tough to think of, I mean, maybe the Indianapolis Colts. That would be a weird look, but, I mean, I could see that. Yeah. see that. I mean— it's 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 tough even thinking about all the potential options but but uh yeah so that'll be you know i mean Rodgers other than the co- the coaching carousel will be the first major storyline of the NFL offseason yep, but then of Rodgers will be definitely the the f- the the story up until you know he signs somewhere slash the draft
1: like in UFC there's a main event there's a co-main event the main event is a coaching carousel and 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 when that 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 all wraps up then it becomes the Aaron Rodgers show again for
2: for sure that's absolutely the truth so yeah and and I mean I I would understand I mean you know, Packers fans are pretty mad. I mean, obviously, but like Packers fans are pretty like not happy with the like play calling, with the all you know, with the the game management and different things. I mean, they just didn't. You know, so so I could I, I feel like now more than ever, uh, the uh, you know the Packers fan base is like like oh okay, um, if Rodgers wants to go, then we understand now. Yeah, doesn't feel nearly as bad.
1: <laughs> They're like, oh, so that's what he was trying to tell us. Oh, okay, got it. Now, got now, it. now we understand. <laughs> yeah, now we'll have to see. It'll, it'll be interesting, but let's take nothing away from it. Obviously, you know, you're going to get to cover a team in an NFC Championship, Ev. So congratulations. Yeah, I'm not complaining
2: about that. I mean, it's uh, it's been that's great awesome, for man. great for my um for you know my views and for for my work and stuff, and then. Really, what I was going to say, too, is that, so I faded the 49ers twice already in the playoffs. Do I fade them again? Find out on the next uh, Down and Out podcast. Yeah,
1: I guess we uh, will find out. Well, hey, but, you know what? The thing with the 49ers is the same argument, and I said it. I wanted to use the same thing with the Bengals. It's, it's why not us? Why not them? I mean, I've, crazier shit has obviously happened in these playoffs. Uh, I do will not, and... Well, I don't think anybody should count out the 49ers because obviously the Rams are a very flawed team and they show that. And so the Niners easily could be the team that capitalizes on it because it doesn't take much for them. As long as they aren't the ones making critical mistakes, uh, we could very, very well see a, a San Francisco team getting to the to the Super Bowl, which would be fucking wild.
2: Yeah, I mean, it would be they are they are not the best team in terms of talent. They're not, but they are very talented. And they play a style of football that no one else does. Left in the playoffs, and no one really did coming into the playoffs. Which is, we have the best defense. I mean, they, we, they. I would have, you know, they, they, they have the best defense. I mean, I think, and and I think that you know, it's also just we're gonna run the ball at your ass, and 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 if you can stop the run, then you're gonna do, you're gonna go go a long way towards beating us. But that's not quite enough to beat us. I mean, uh, so yeah, it's gonna be fun. And you know, meanwhile, uh, as we finally get to the other side of things, uh, man, what a what a game in Tampa! I mean, I cannot believe that game. Still, like after that game, I was like almost exhausted trying to watch the Bills game.
1: Like no, it, no, I know. And I, honestly, I, it was hard for me to even get work done when I was watching that game because it just came on so early in the afternoon. And you know, it, I I said it as a joke. I you know, went after the. The the Bucks and the Rams wrapped up. I said, "Wow, still going to be the second best game of the night." I didn't even think that was going to be true, but it ended up being true because you know the the Bills and Chiefs played in an epic. But I take nothing away that that game between the Rams and the Bucks was again. I, I think that was. I don't even think you needed the Bills and Chiefs to have the type of game they had. I think you needed them to have a classic, but not the outrageously epic game that they have. I think the 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 Bucks and Rams were a big key in solidifying this as the bar none best divisional round of the playoffs. It may be in the history of the NFL, definitely in our lifetime. I can't think of another divisional playoff round that was as good as this weekend, and the Rams and Bucks had a ton to do with that.
2: Yeah, I mean they uh, you know, you could say I saw kind of some not debate, but kind of differing opinions that you know some people said this game sucked, but it was good for sixty seconds. Some people said. I said that I think the game rocks because if you're a football fan, even when it's twenty seven three, you don't turn that game off. Because not Tom Brady's. Not, quarterback.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Dude, and that guy that guy has the best football juju I've ever seen another human possess. It's un, it's unreal.
2: Yeah, and so I uh you know, I never turned that game off. Like I was like when it was twenty seven three, I was like, Yeah, this one's over. I thought it was over but i was like okay maybe it's a game and sure enough man i mean the rams also just they 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 tried to blow it i mean as much as you want to say like credit to the bucks you know they they played to the level you have to play at to to mount a 24 point comeback no question but the rams are so soft like the rams are so soft to me and i feel like the 49ers i mean that was best case scenario Exa- no, like 49ers, exactly no exactly getting the rams again it i
1: was, said this rams all the talent in the world all the talent in the world but only they're going to be the ones that find a way to blow this and i think soft is the best way to describe that now because they, so they made talented. that evident the rams
2: are probably more talented than anybody else like straight up like they probably have better position like because i mean i am like such a huge fan jefferson fan he had a big game yesterday and mm-hmm. it seems like he's had a huge year i mean he's just florida uh,
1: guy big sec yeah, florida, guy florida
2: Florida guy and just like in general just like really really talented and special and and he's their third receiver basically. I mean, so it's uh it's it's one of those things where it's like when you have talent at that level, you can beat anyone and you could probably beat them by like 14 or something. Um but uh but at the same time, you know, it's 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 uh they 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 they, they get killed by teams like the 49ers that want to punch them in the mouth cuz whenever the Rams get punched in the mouth kind of like it to be, you know, the midway point of the third quarter yesterday. I mean, even though they were up 27-3, they get punched in the mouth and they start playing scared and Stafford starts sucking. I mean, I I, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's weird. I mean, credit to the Rams for going on the road. You t- like I said with kind of the 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 Bengals game, you know, you, and, and the 49ers game, you mm-hmm. can play like shit and if you go on the road and you win, that's all that matters. But there's still like concerns, and I mean, I, uh, I, I, it's kind of it's something I already wrote about, but, but uh, the last time they played in SoFi against the 49ers in Week 18, the Niners fans outnumbered the Rams fans, straight up. Like there was way no, the it, it was a,
1: it was a sea of red. Now, I, I mean, red is a prominent color. But that's all I could see at that stadium was red.
2: Right. So I just think – I think uh, I think the Rams are, you know, good enough to get to the Super Bowl. I think they could beat the 49ers. I have serious doubts about the Rams versus the Chiefs or really, like, you know, even I, – I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have a hard time seeing the Rams get to the Super Bowl even now that I'm really, really thinking about it. And then on top of that, I mean – I don't know. I'm thinking it's going to be the Chiefs.
1: Have have they opened up the line yet for this game, have you seen?
2: Uh, Yeah, I believe so. Uh, I think the Rams are favored by, like, two points.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I'm seeing three and a half right now on ESPN, but that could just be their their rank because I think they work with Caesars. So it's different. But, yeah, I I definitely like because I'm seeing Kansas City has a seven-point spread. If I saw anything higher than five against for the Rams, I was going to be that's – that's outrageous, and I think three. I think three and a half is fine because the Rams, like you said, are pound for pound way way more talented, and they should cakewalk their way through this game. But that I I think we're both in agreement. That's just not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Not well, even close. The,
2: the Rams, the Rams, you know, receiving group is where the 49ers can truly get owned. I mean, the 49ers have a decent, you know, amount of decent group of corners, like in terms of Emmanuel Mosley's solid. Um, you know, Ambry Thomas missed out for the Green Bay game. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he's back, but he's a rookie, so like I mean, you can't really depend on him, right? He, so who he's, who's he's gonna
1: so be the guy that takes Cooper Cup uh, out? Of, you know, who who I guess tries to take Cooper Cup out of the game? Plan. I think
2: you gotta. I think you're probably gonna end up running with Ambry Thomas against him. Um, last game, Ambry Thomas. They they, they mix it up. They basically went scheme in terms of they you know they didn't have a guy for Cooper. Uh, they just tried to kind of give different looks, and it kind of worked. Um, but but Ambry Thomas is one of their most athletic, speediest you know quickest guys. So you got to you got to have that guy on Cooper, and then you know maybe Emmanuel Mosley on OBJ, and then I don't know what you do about Van Jefferson. That's the problem that Van Jefferson brings, um, and Tyler Higby as well. Um, So it's going to be another great game. I mean, I I think we're going to get another close one. But it's also, I mean, Kyle Shanahan has beaten Sean McVay six straight times. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's just like, damn! Like, so basically, you know, I
1: mean, Ky- so Kyle Shanahan is on his own personal vengeance quest to you know because he's seen a week of that Washington football team graphic with the three of him with Lafleur up there. So now he's just doing like the uh, like 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 the checkoff list. That's what I'm sticking, saying. Yeah, he's just doing a yeah. checkoff list. Bing, Bing. See a Matt. See a Sean. Peace out. I, like I said though, you know, it's if if the Rams can't get it done and then i'm forever going to at least hold that over the head as being like well this team can have all the talent in the world but something something with sean and their ability to execute late into the season into the playoffs is going to hang over their head so i mean i i don't know who i'm taking yet that's what we'll talk about next game but the the rams not being able to come away with a win here is seriously seriously going to give me some head scratching doubts about what this team is really, really capable of moving forward.
2: Um, what I was gonna say was, you know, uh, as we're wrapping up stuff, who is the team you're rooting for with these four teams remaining? Like, who do you want to see win the Super Bowl?
1: Oh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Not, not even a question. Not the, even a question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Joe, it's, 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 it's for Joe and Jamar. Um, yep. I, I wouldn't, but listen, I'm not. I guess that's the the quant the again just a solace I get in the Bills losing in the divisional that they don't have to lose in the conference championship or God regardless you know a fucking Super yeah, I mean, Bowl. Yeah, it's definitely
2: worse if you guys lost to the Bengals, right? I mean, oh, mo- I, yeah, most
1: yeah. most definitely it hurts more. Well, I don't I don't know I I. I well, I'll have to get a the, the time stone to go figure that one out, I guess. But yeah, I, I I'm not I'm not going to be upset if the the Niners pulled it off. I just just don't want to see the Chiefs. <laughs> I just don't want to see the Chiefs win. But yeah, I, I think, who knows? I
2: think I'm anti Chiefs, anti Rams. Um, I think. Uh, I think 49ers or Bengals is, uh,
1: is and a pretty big I think they mentioned it in one of the games yesterday. The Bengals 49ers Super Bowl from uh, the the 90s or the 80s, whenever they played, was, I think, and is still the one of, if not the most te- uh, watched televised Super Bowl in the history of the NFL. So, I mean, you could get a little bit of that that old school juju kind of back. I mean, that'd be fun. That's a fun Super the, the fun Super Bowl is Bengals Niners. That's the fun Super Bowl. You know, right? Teams you did never fucking imagined could get there. Get there. So that that's that's what I'll hope for.
2: What I was gonna say too is that I mean this is and this is not like me critiquing the Bills or anything, but I mean if the Bills do win that game, we would have I guess had four teams that haven't won a Super Bowl in the past. I mean, the Bills have never won one, right? No, never. Uh, The Rams have won one,
1: but that was when they were in Um, St. Louis.
2: So and they would have been the most recent Super Bowl champs because the Bengals don't have one. Yeah, the and Niners the Niners last one was 94.
1: Yeah, cuz they lost so, and yeah, fuck, you're yeah, right. They've
2: lost two Super Bowls in the past decade pretty much, so um I kind of feel for the 49ers. I mean, it's it's like, man, you know, they're 0 for 2 in the past decade. You know, you kind of want to see them do it. You didn't think this was going to be the team to do it, but mm-hmm. the poetics of Jimmy Garoppolo getting a ring on his way out. I mean, Listen, yes, uh, if,
1: if if the Bengals and Niners play in the Super Bowl, I'm I'm happy. I'm a ha- I'm, I'm coming away happy. it uh, like I love I'm, Joe and I love Jamar and I love my LSU guys. But I, I would be happy if the Niners listen. I was there when we were in Butte in 2019. I watched that game with Mike Person's family. I also watched Mike Person miss a crucial block that led to a pivotal pivotal stop on the defense. So that was that sucked to watch that with his family. But uh, uh, I know how passionate 49er fans are about the 49ers. They're 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 very they're somewhat similar to what we are as Bills fans with the Mafia. So, yeah, you know, I, it, it would be nice to see. It would be nice for them. I, I think they deserve one.
2: 49ers-Bingles would also be, interestingly enough, uh, well, wait. did When the Rams lost their Super Bowl, they lost to the Patriots, right? E- that
1: 2016
2: game? Turn on.
1: yes 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 20 that was uh no that was 2018 2018 we were in i was i was in butte when that happened i remember you hadn't got that was like my first year in butte yeah, yeah
2: 2018 and, uh, that was jared so, jared
1: goff jared goff so
2: i believe in that case this would be oh man if we got the only potential super bowl rematch of uh, a there's two potential super bowl rematches available and it all that has to happen is uh is the 49ers to win because if the 49ers and Chiefs play again, obviously that's, you know, the the 20, the twenty 2017 season or the mm-hmm. 2019 season, Yep. Uh, which, man, the 49ers have some demons and Jimmy Garoppolo has some demons from hey, that
1: Ain't game. that the fucking truth.
2: And then uh, the other one would be a rematch of Super Bowl uh, 33, Bengals versus uh, 49ers. Uh, last time the Bengals were in the Super Bowl. Uh, 49ers and uh, Joe Montana. That was went, the catch,
1: right? Was that the? Was that uh, the no, no, that was the yeah. conference championship. You're right. Shit.
2: Yeah, and uh, Joe Montana, Joe Montana's last Super Bowl uh, with yeah. uh, with the 49ers, I believe. So, yeah, there you go. So interesting setups here, but we can get more into that uh, next uh, next episode when we record. On, uh, I'm thinking Thursday.
1: Yeah, more than likely there. So uh, you know, thank you everybody for tuning in there. have any final thoughts before we kind of wrap up the show with a little with our plugs and stuff? I, I want to make sure we get all this all this football stuff out. I've said my piece for now. Um, I'll hopefully never have to bring up the Bills again until next year. Um, but we shall, or the coaching carousel. But we'll see. I, I've said all I need to say. I want to make sure before we wrap it up, you hadn't had any last lingering thoughts you need to get out about this weekend
2: just that i uh support my friend dom in this trying time um and that uh and that you know i uh it's you know football is very good it's it's bad right now but uh it is very good at least it's entertaining um you know if you guys want to go follow us on twitter by the way uh, go to at down and out podcast um d-o-w-n-a-n-d-o-u-t-p-o-d-c-a-s-t um that's you know where you can go see new episode links we'll occasionally do some other stuff on there and you know you can communicate with us on there uh on top of that uh go to spotify apple podcast uh, uh stitcher wherever you would like to go and listen to podcasts and give us a uh, five-star review five-star rating because it makes us look good it makes us feel good and uh c- helps us out a lot
1: yeah, emphasis on that makes us feel good. It really does, guys. We and we really appreciate your support as we look to continue to grow this podcast and spread its name out even larger. And uh, when we do that, we'll also have our boys JD Masters and Buddha, Man of the Mirrors, our intro outro song that you hear, so go give them some love on YouTube, SoundCloud, and any place you stream our podcasts, like Spotify, Apple, Google, and Stitcher. Go show them some love. Uh, we appreciate you guys, as always. We'll see you later on this week. We'll talk more NFL, get you ready for the conference championships. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been down and out. And until next time, I'll read the dare Later.
0: really catch a switch where I went from rock to vibe like a fish. Assist like white chocolate, handing out a dish. If the devil shows up. In my soul, he just wish I might accept the offer. Cause I wanna grind the Cos and give the trophies to my mama. Make him sweat like a sauna. Cause act like I can't, then I'ma spit like a llama. Take your girlfriend out and give a Balenciaga. So check me out, feel me up and watch me bounce. Cause the new man in the mirror is looking like a mouse. Switch places, change faces. Now Buddha runs a house. Trust hip hop more than bitches, so I'ma take her as a spouse. Or at least a concubine. If in front of Mike, I feel divine. I'm I'ma grab it like a shield and I make it shine, cause when I'm polished I'll abolish if you cross the line, that's how I am feeling, keep growing like a giant, go through the ceiling, man in the mirror doubled up, now you all the fuck, we go again but when we stop blazing, boom boom pow pow, what you gonna do now, especially when I bring the energy like it's a powwow, besides find a man, paint your face cause you a damn clown, look around, only one that isn't, I'm a wagon now. The name is Buddha, bitch Uh, Look around, only one that isn't on my wagon now